This is a podcast version of a radio show by K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. Find us at k103.se. Due to copyright, the music is shortened. Oh my god, we're approaching 30. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Useless. <laughs> Let's try that again. Thank god this isn't live. Welcome to this episode of The Show About Nothing, as you just have heard. We are in the studio today talking about everything and nothing, as we usually do, the hot stuff in life. And I am joined by my, uh, so far it's only one, but by my lovely co-host, <laughs> Fatima. Yeah, oh. that's me. And we have a special guest today in the studio as well. He is the chairman of the K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. His name is Christopher, and he's sitting right in front of me. So welcome to the studio. Hello, hello, hello. You want to say uh, something about yourself? What brought you here? Uh, say something about myself. What brought me here? We uh, brought you here on I a liked, string. I, <laughs> yes, I like the uh, I like the sound of the like the concept of your show. So I was like, that sounds like something I can I can He's talk a, a lot fan. about nothing. <laughs> I wish I could say that I actually haven't listened to your show before. But what? What? I, I didn't want any spoilers ahead. I I wanted to be completely just thrown into the deep end of this. All right. Radio pool, All I guess. Right. And, and oh, we're being joined by somebody. We are talking. The door opens and my other co-host is popping right into the studio. Welcome, Max. This guy literally just woke up. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> How's everyone doing? <laughs> Sorry for being late. No, no worries. You like, You're here uh, now. A minute, so. Just a minute of calling Chris Christopher. Oh yeah, Chris Christopher. <laughs> yeah, Do you know there's a there's a uh, uh, a- actor and artist. His name is Chris Christopherson. Really? Yeah, he's an old American fella. He does cu- country music, and he he's he wasn't. Do you do you know those movies Blade? Yeah, those, like, I love he's, them. He's the the handler to Wesley Snipes, like the guy who's like running he, he, with the stilts and mm, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. That's Chris Christopherson. Hey, I learned something today. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. That's what I like. I like learning. Where have you been last week, yeah, Max? I was in Stockholm at a hackathon at the Swedish Defense University or something Ooh, like that. Oh, wow. And uh, we, we got through the first round and no one had slept. Everyone was tired. So we failed the second round. But it was a lot of fun. Wow. What did you say? The University of Defense? Yeah, I'm, I'm not exactly sure what it was. But uh, it's <laughs> something like Defense University, something in Stockholm. So, like, if you would have kicked this tournament, you would kicked ass at this tournament, you would have, like, been hired by the state or something to track hackers or what? Yeah, I really hope they don't hire me for tracking that because I'm not really good in it. But um, <laughs> basically, it's a competition. And if we would have won this round, we would have gone to Geneva. I used to live in Geneva, too, so that would have been cool. Yeah, I mean, job here or there. I mean, y- you just talk to people and you get a job theoretically. But uh, we didn't do that. We got drunk later. But you were only in it for the free ticket. <laughs> to I, Geneva, I mean. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I got hoaxed into it. Like, uh, a friend of mine was like, oh, Max, come on, let's let's go. We're going to do a hackathon. And I was like, I don't, I mean, not really. It'll be fine. I'll sign you up already. And then, you know, that date came up and then I had to go. Yeah. Other things that were happening in the meantime, coronavirus made it to Europe. Made it to oh Sweden. Oh my god! I hope you're still you know, safe out there. We're all sick. We're all sick in the coronavirus. 
We just yeah. don't know yet. Yeah. <laughs> it, has a, it has a really long incubation time, and it's also asymptomatic. So mm. there you go. It's the last episode for us, guys. We're all going <laughs> to die of the coronavirus. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm actually, I made it my uh, research topic for my master thesis. So I'm writing about the coronavirus crisis communication. I'm facing, oh, really? you know, the, I'm, I'm reading about like who has died where again every day, which is a little bit depressing. But isn't that a bit hard since it's like the it's happening right now so you don't have the retrospective of it to do a study but you're looking that? at the communication we're looking at like the crisis communication yeah. so that is something it's happening right now so we can analyze and we can compare to the bird flu swine flu and other things that have happened like i don't know 10 so years you, ago so you could look at stuff like you know panic uh, in in social media and or, or misinformation exactly. being spread you got Something a good topic. Like this. That's really, Thank really, really, really. We'll see. We'll see what I make out of it. But yeah, to uh, not let you hang in there too long, dear listeners, we would like to announce that the topics of today's uh, episode is addictions. So we're gonna chat a little bit about our addictions and in I don't know addictions in general. Maybe also manage to differentiate what is an addiction and what is um, habit. habits. Yeah, to to uh, kick off some music as well into your ears, into your Saturday. I'll play a song and stay listening to the radio and find out more about addictions, all the good stuff. Oh my God, we're approaching 30. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Useless. <laughs> Let's try this again. Thank God this isn't live. Yeah. So we're, we've said it before, we're talking about addictions and uh, maybe that we should uh, differentiate, like define what we actually mean with addictions and like what's a habit, what's an addiction. Uh, do you guys have like a, a take on uh, like what's your definition of addictions? Uh, without, I mean, I obviously did my research because, <laughs> you know, my name is Marie. Did my research. Oh my um, <laughs> oh, yeah, no. It made it just worse. Just get out of here. <laughs> is, th- is that peak German humor? Because if Pro- so, Probably, but you trouble. didn't like it. So, yeah. <laughs> Without having looked it up, I would always say an addiction is something that, you know, you can't stop yourself because it's something you need to do. And there's some forces in your body that just, you know, kind of make you continue doing it, even if you maybe dislike it. I was going to say, you know, that feeling when you know you're doing something you shouldn't be doing, but you do it anyway and you do it over and over and over again, despite the fact that there's a constant voice in your head saying, well, it's time to stop doing this now. But then you just do it again. That's that's what I think of it as like kind of similar to procrastination i'm assuming yeah 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. yes mama that is definitely Mm -hmm. it so that's part of it an addiction would then necessarily kind of be (laughs) negative is like a negative connotation to to an addiction can you have like a positive addiction people get addicted to sports which people say that that's good for your health you know I i think it has to be more clinical than that i don't know like pathological but i don't know medical news today newspaper and they define addiction as a psychological and physical inability to stop consuming a chemical drug activity or a substance even though it is causing psychological and physical harm so then looking at this definition if you are addicted to sports but it's not causing any physical harm and no psychological harm, then it's maybe, you know, not not a real addiction or just like an excessive habit. Habit, yeah. <laughs> oh, how you're juggling those words over there. I know my stuff. <laughs> no, but I think it's a maybe fine line um, to 
to look a bit more into examples maybe we can we can see if we if we would admit any addictions we have or if we I have legal ones that I can talk about okay <laughs> go along I'm gonna start okay so um I've uh, I'm a snooze consumer mm-hmm. so I have a nicotine addiction uh and I used to be a smoker for like I uh, haven't done the maths but uh, 15 years I suppose yeah and I've now stopped and I know you also have a smoke addiction yep smoke addiction although I would say it's a habit because it's it's probably not psychologically um, effective but then again wouldn't that be the first step to not recognizing an addiction not being able to notice that it's it's an addiction yeah. isn't denial like part of this as well <laughs> being like yes yes yeah. it is it feels um, like this, you know, anonymous sharing. You're like, <laughs> how do you feel today? Do you have any addiction? <laughs> I'm just really addicted to live, love, laugh, you know, just oh my those. God. Uh, that's the core, like, ethos of my life. Just, oh. I just love to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but of course I do. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. I'm addicted to being uh, a procrastinator. That's that's one of my main things. Welcome to the club. Um, video games have ruined my life repeatedly. Uh, not I never played uh, played like those uh, like MMO RPG games. Those super they take all your life away from you. But um, yeah, just in general games. But no like substances. No substance abuse, fortunately. And there's a lot of substance abuse it, like in my family history. So, mm. so you're quite scared, maybe, then to get caught in it. Yeah, like the alcoholics gene or whatever drug user, whatever. Has that one been proven? Because I know, like, I've heard a lot about it, but yeah, about the alcoholics. I think gene. there's research into it, but I don't know if it's anything conclusive. I haven't read too much into it, but I'm scared of it. So, yeah. Do you guys have any experiences of addictions? You said your family has uh, like a history of addiction. Yeah. You 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 look like you want to say something. Yeah, no, no. I just ahead. wanted to, to to define what is a hard addiction. Like, what what do exactly do you mean with this? Mm, so what I mean uh, is uh, like an addiction. One of the obvious ones, like if you become an alcoholic and in, in a way it ruins your your existence at that time, like your context or like hard drugs that may hurt you physically or people around you. Mm. Or any other addiction that hurts others around you, like being addicted to beating people up. I mean, um, no, I actually. For example, <laughs> I don't think I've mentioned this yet, so it might be a, a bit of a turn. But uh, I used to actually be addicted to weed or marijuana for I don't know four years about. So I would basically smoke the whole time. That of course ended with me losing my license, and then I was like, well, I guess I got to stop doing this. But for about three of those years, I was like, I got to stop. I'm not hanging out with the right people. My life is boring. I'm, I constantly cannot do what I want to do. But if I'm not high, I can't like I can't find motivation to do it. So you're stuck in this this point where there isn't really a golden line where you can't get anything done, but you at the same time continue consuming. So you got out of this addiction. Did you have like like did you tell people around you about it and they helped you get out, or did you just figure it out yourself? Because it's hard to get out of an addiction. Right. So for me, it was a bit different. Uh, I actually had to go to court because um, my license and oh. so and other reasons. So I did actually have incentive to not go to jail, um, which is a pretty good incentive to be honest. But yeah, no, I th- I I kind of did this all on my own. Uh, I had to do drug tests and so on. What I did notice, though, is I wasn't smoking cigarettes or too much tobacco before this. So I shifted my addiction into video games and tobacco. So I would spend my entire first, I think, two months of not smoking. I think I played about 10 to 12 hours a day and smoked like a pack of cigarettes. 
and didn't leave my room. Must it was, have smelled really nice in that room, though. <laughs> it was well ventilated. I was like, like, I have a big window next to it, so it was fine. But uh, yeah, it wasn't wasn't well, the best time. I think that's a, a, a thank you for sharing and um, very interesting because I think, especially with uh, maybe uh, you know smoking marijuana, it, it's you know it's not necessarily a physical addiction where you feel your body needs it like another drug maybe but then it's it might be this more of a psychological effect that you have this you know i needed to feel a certain way to mm -hmm. be able to do my life to do my day whatever to function if you stop it you have to replace that what made you feel that way by something else and maybe you know you you manage that with the games which is i mean i, I don't know i'm not putting labels of like healthier or not healthier because i i I don't know, but it's it's nice to find something else to replace it, which is maybe, you know, you can combine games with having a license more mm. than the other thing, maybe, which is good. Yeah, and not going to jail. But yeah, it's, <laughs> there's like a shift of um, uh, addictions, basically. And mm -hmm. this is a pretty common thing. If you stop smoking, you usually go into something else like chewing gum or doing whatever you mm -hmm. do. Yeah, and, and also uh, like... If you quit alcohol, you kind of get like a different appetite. So I witnessed like people get really, really, really interested in eating a lot of sugar. So a lot of candy and chocolate and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know why that I, it might be some sort of metabolic mm -hmm. thing, but just they just go crazy on the candy and just gain a lot of weight and stuff. But I wanted to say, ask you something about the court stuff. Because um, I have a, um, a family member who's uh, uh, like addicted to marijuana uh, at the moment, and he's like, he has to go pee once a week, but he still figured out a way to maintain this addiction by smoking, like Saturday to Tuesday, and then Wednesday, Thursday, uh, Friday, he's drinking lemon juice and stuff only, just get everything out, and then he goes pee to pee. Was that like kind of what you had to do to go pee, like take tests? Here's the tips and tricks. Yeah, now we, now we know what to do. Video. Thanks, I didn't know how to do that. So there's a couple <laughs> tips I've heard of. Uh, I actually never used them, but one of them also that is good is eating um, fresh meat, like not raw meat, but like meat that has been hunted just recently. Um, that stuff has a lot of like whatever it has, it soaks up a lot of those chemicals. Uh, I actually still have to do hair tests, mm -hmm. even though this was years ago. So that's also partially the reason my hair is pretty long at the moment. So yeah, I do that every six months and it's a lot easier than having to whip out my wiener in front of someone watching oh me. Oh my God. Because yeah. that, that is how it works, right? That's how it works. <laughs> they, they, they have to watch you. Otherwise you're going to like have like a pipe going up your arm oh sleeve God. and you know, like, like a bagpipe, press out some orange juice and they'll be like, that's close enough. I actually have a fun story concerning that peeing thing. Like with my, uh, um, this uh, member who is, has, an, has a problem, an issue is a working person. Uh -huh. So, uh, and also a person that um, uh, works with other people and they have like uh, uh, tests, like random tests on, on people working in this, uh, mm -hmm. this uh, enterprise. And, um, once this person called me like in urgence was like Fatima you need to get down here and bring me your pee <laughs> and I was like what <laughs> <laughs> and that's how like I discovered this addiction like I, I kind of knew before but this was like I have an issue I need your pee and I was like Okay. Well, at that time I was <laughs> during you know I, I was actually I was like okay fine I'll help you which I, you shouldn't do, but um, <laughs> but I was like, sure, I'll help you. And uh, and then like two hours later, I kind of I realized that I was on my period, so I don't. Th so I I did it, and I was like, 
I don't think this is going to work. You need to find another solution because they will probably see that you're a female and not a male with in the p i don't know it was just a really really fun funny situation like it was oh yeah and now you know that <laughs> one more thing i actually know of someone who wears a fake geni genital uh underwear i guess uh, -huh. uh wears oh that basically 24 7 because he's scared the police are going to pull him over again and he's going to lose his license again and so on so there is not jobs that, uh, that i mean i won't i I guess there are not jobs, but I mean, that shows like the level of addiction. They don't want to compromise their addiction for their life. Ah, serious stuff. Uh, we'll shaking it off with some tunes in between. Oh my God, we're approaching 30. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Useless. <laughs> Let's try this again. Thank God this isn't live. We haven't heard anything about you, Marie. Like, do you have any serious addictions? I kept thinking about it all the time you were sharing here. Um, tried to be multitasking, thinking about my life and my addictions while I was listening. It was a difficult job. But um, <laughs> I actually, I luckily don't have any drug or substance abuse addictions. At least I would say so. But I definitely use my smartphone too much. And I don't like it and I'm aware of it and I would like to you know kind of manage to replace that excessive use by some more reading or other things that could be more useful for myself but I don't really manage so I think it can be declared as an addiction. Wait so if you say uh, smartphone addiction what exactly does that imply? Do you do you sit on Facebook and just watch like no message coming in or mm. what are we what are we considering? No here? but I think I'm like on social media way too much even though it doesn't give me like too much I don't know back and then I'm just I don't know I, I'm just gonna quickly check this here for like five minutes and two hours later I'm still scrolling through some fucking loophole of you know some weird shit and then I'm realizing that being like damn it why do I do this well um, I wanted to say something that I forgot because I almost crashed my head into Max here so I'm going to give it back to you no we can crash heads if you want <laughs> <laughs> boom <laughs> yeah knowing you uh, I also know that you kind of have uh, have this addiction a bit under control because I know a lot of people can recognize like can sympathize with your addiction mm. but I also know that when you have like some serious stuff um, going on like a lot of work and stuff that you remove apps to be able to not like so yeah. that you won't have the temptation do you have any other things that you do that you have to do to be able to like not uh, follow this uh, I actually have a timer on my phone that's set to 1 a.m. and that switches itself off so because often I go to bed and then I'm just, you know, while I'm in bed, I'm like, ah, oh, just going to check something. And, and my phone has this like at I, one minute before 1 a.m. It just does this like this phone is going to switch itself off in 10 seconds and then you can still cancel that process. But I'm not like I don't. So it has happened actually quite often that I make it to the timer and then I'm like, shit. But so I kind of take measures to, yeah, to, to to ban that a little bit from my life, but it's still quite, I don't, I did use that, you know, screen app time when you look at what apps you're looking at and what you're spending time on. And it was so frustrating because you just know that you're feeling so stressed and so busy the whole day. And then you see how much time you actually spent on these applications and you're like, damn it, I don't want to see it. So it's also the denial. Like I just don't use screen time anymore because I don't want to know what I'm doing there. <laughs> But do you have like um, um, a comparative, like do you, 
because you said you want to spend more time reading instead of being on the screen. Like, mm. did you before smartphones? Did you read a lot more? Like, did you do these things that you feel that you don't have time yeah. to do? I did. I did read way more books, um, long books as well, and I have a lot of books lying at the bottom end of my bed that I'm like very interested in and I want to read them but I'm this person I don't like reading when I feel that I don't have too much time but then instead of reading half an hour I'm doing that on my phone uh, yeah so I don't know it's uh, it's a bit dualic but yeah, does anybody else have this issue with smartphones? Like, I know the whole thing about notifications on your phone. Like, you get that you see the little red thing on mm. whatever social media thing or whatever app. That that's really addicting to just go in and re- get rid of that thing off of your yeah, it's whatever blinking right now. R- right, here and it's exactly. Like, ah. And that's mama. That's the that's the bad thing. That's designed to make you get like a a, a release of like dopamine or something. Mm when you check it out like it it is satisfying to the brain to stop check the those blinking things. and then there's a yeah. new thing that's making it blink in a different color yeah but also when it's not blinking you're like what the fuck why isn't blinking why am i not what popular it, why right. isn't people writing to me why hasn't yeah exactly or why hasn't this person responded going in and checking constantly mm-hmm. why haven't they responded mm-hmm. maybe yeah. they're up to something let's check their snap story and see if they're busy yeah. Yeah, but isn't this a problem in? Because you're, are you a teacher? Uh, uh, n- well, a part-time teacher. Yeah. I, I, I take some very few <laughs> lately. <laughs> uh, I teach a few classes. Yes. So how, how, how does the smartphone or the phone figure into the classroom situation? Well, um, <laughs> I, I mentioned this in the last episode, I think, but uh, we have um, in in our school. There's one well, in the school where I substitute sometimes uh there's a gray box in which we always like Mm -hmm. the children the kids the adolescents put their phone i mean this is then maybe progressive with this like box if people do use it or i don't know but i um i've heard about that there's a discussion in sweden going on whether you should ban smartphones from school yards or from school in general uh and then there's like this two sides to it because in a way it's maybe nice because we should, you know, we have it all the time on us. So why not just focus on school? Why are we in school? At the same time, we're living in a super digital society. So isn't it controversial to actually be like, yeah, I don't know. What's your take on that? Maybe. Well, actually, um, I have. A, so I'm going to have an exam soon in, in, in French and um, uh, we use dictionaries, right? Mm. You, and for this this exam, we're allowed. It's a translation exam. Mm. I'm allowed to bring books and and uh, notes f- on paper to the uh, hall, the place where mm. I take the test. And we were having this discussion with our teacher, and we didn't like we didn't have time to say anything about it. He was uh, he just excused it beforehand. He was like, I know this is really stupid because we all use our dictionaries in the phone. Uh, mm-hmm. But this is this. These are just the rules. So there's still like there's a lot of utility to having a phone. Mm-hmm. Like uh, it's a little computer. So if you can use it in class in a, a positive, effective way, then why not? Is my take on it. Sorry, I just hit Max. <laughs> Oh my god, we're approaching 30. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Useless. <laughs> Let's try that again. Thank god this isn't live. 
and you're still listening to the show about nothing on K103 Gothenburg Student Radio and I hope you enjoy. Uh, so I was just before talking about students and how old they were and um, it got me thinking about this very this other addiction that's quite um, I think uh, young children enter it during kind of that age or maybe earlier um, it's uh, the pornography uh, ad- addiction, addiction. A, yeah I suppose and like the discovery time where you start to find stuff on the web that gives you a lot of pleasure and you start touching yourself uh, like <laughs> uh, well masturbation and pornography um, like they go first, hand in hand, right? They go hand in hand, nice. Um, <laughs> Sorry. We're in Yotubori. <laughs> Yotubori. That was so bad. I want to take a really, really, really short moment to say, Lynn, the word masturbation has been used in this show. Please take the credits. <laughs> go, Lynn. <Your> moment. <laughs> um, I don't... Uh, um, uh, I'm going to be quite private I sp- like I'm going to tell you a lot of stuff about myself I suppose but um I don't have like I'm just start off by saying like I don't have a masturbation addiction ne- nor a pornography addiction but I ha- I do have uh, like I have had someone in my uh, close premises that has suffered from this mm. um into adult age and is still kind of scarred uh from from uh, pornography and masturbation Uh, and we all like I think we all we've all heard about it like how um, maybe pornography affects um, people in a way that's negative for the active adult sex life like unrealistic expectations exactly Mm -hmm. exactly Um, I know there's there was this uh, I think it was a TED talk or like a school of life video uh, on um, on masturbation and how you uh, like what the effects are when you have like when you like pornography today is no longer it's not like a newspaper where you have to like a newspaper a magazine <laughs> where you have to turn every page like tonight to, to tonight today when it's all online it's really easy to keep the maximum like erection nice time going with scrolling does anyone get what i'm saying this was re- a bit unclear but no i really don't follow right now you're 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 saying it's extremely easy to access pornography nowadays Yeah, but it's also maintaining. So. It's also maintaining. Oh, it. I see. So, so you can you can keep like if you go say I don't know back in the days before pornography, you would just masturbate and it'll be over. I, I I'm I'm just speculating. I don't know how it was, but with pornography, you have this you give you get this extra, uh, extra touch to the masturbation that <laughs> touch. Did you, did you get that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, to the uh, masturbation and you can keep it going with new images fairly oh, okay, rapidly okay. oh like you mean the website so you can go on like that you just like infinite scroll and exactly it's bring more pleasure. exactly you can go on marathons yeah okay. yeah oh we're uh, talking about masturbation marathons yeah <laughs> Por- <laughs> no, 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 no. not necessarily porn porn, porn it, they don't have to go together visual pleasure true true um I, i i have a lot to say about this but like do you guys have any any comments straight off the bat I mean, I have to say right off the bat, a good part of the internet is literally just porn. So just just as a heads up here. Yeah. yeah. A uh, substantial part of the internet is pornography. Yes. What about romance novels? Romance Do you, do you remember novels. those being a thing like... Yeah. Like, like, like 
erotic erotic novels. You could buy them at the airport or something. Yeah, Fatima said I should read flight. them with my voice sometimes. They yeah, used to, they yeah. used to be they used to be so popular back in the nineties. Like that that's like the peak era of the romance novel. But didn't they have like um, a comeback with the Fifty Shades of Grey? Yeah, 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 and yeah true. And and that and that was just darker, you know, BDSM stuff for some reason. Did you did you know that those books started off as um, fan fiction of Twilight? No. no. Yes, yes, ma'am. Oh, yes, wow. they did. Fun facts, guys. I had no idea. <laughs> wow. I love Twilight, though. <laughs> well, we yeah. Should, we, yeah. We, we, we can avoid this subject. <laughs> um, I was 15. I have to excuse myself, mm. but I really, you know, I was really into this like romantic story. Mm. But do you, you like the sexy vampire? No, I was always team werewolf. Uh, oh, I see. Oh, oh, I see. Oh, I actually liked both of them. I must say, I'm We're a poly- to- polygamous person. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Max is shaking his head. <laughs> Strange addictions, guys. <laughs> but do you think uh, there's um, coming back to pornography and sex novels? Do you think there's a like just um, without having really thought about what I'm going to say? I feel like uh, uh, sex novels are more of a feminine thing, with, and pornography more of a masculine thing. Like in the majority of users yeah. on this, yeah, you could say because the like the whole thing about the romance novel, it was usually written by a woman, and what was on the cover of those books was usually like uh, like a Julio naked, with a yeah, naked uh... with, with, with a very powerful body, <laughs> yeah. let's say, and there's like a woman in a bikini or something, and then he's mm. holding on to her. But usually, there's a ma- naked. A half naked man on the uh, cover. Yeah, mm. yeah. They had I've a female audience for sure. Mm. But yeah. it feels I th- I really um I'm 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 just guessing but I think that the sex novel has existed for a really yeah. really really long yeah. time. Yeah. Um but going back I mean if you talk man- manly and 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 male and female talking male and female talking yeah. about yeah yeah male and manly female and manly manly <laughs> um uh isn't I mean kind of it kind of in my mind at least makes sense that the the uh, sex novels would be for the women since the men would have had m- more of a sexual liberty uh, mm. than women yeah, yeah. um so something Maybe, you yeah. could do like secretly like when you're at home you're doing dishes and at the same time you're reading your book supposedly cool. peeling mm. potatoes but actually reading about Julio <laughs> exactly oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> but uh comparing the two uh not comparing really but there's a i think there's a, uh, an important difference when it comes to i don't think sex novels I, I don't maybe they're classified as pornography but um there's an when when it comes to novels you always have the mind your own mind doing the works for you uh but when you look at pornography you actually have this um, like millions of images just pouring out all you don't you. have to imagine anything exactly yeah it's all right there and I think that ties into the unrealistic expectations when people try and adopt mm. what they mm. see and porn mm. into uh, the bedroom because they're going to try stuff that, I mean, if you look at it, the people in porn, they are sexual athletes. Like the yeah, things they do God. But they're are probably not. on drugs. I don't know about, well, I don't know. I mean, What maybe. do you mean? It's a profession. Like you actually get paid to do this. There is yeah. complete documentaries on this. Yes, absolutely. But there's also a lot of people that are just abused, and yeah, some are paid. I know. I, I mean, if you're gonna, look and there's at some people who enjoy it too. Yeah. I wonder which porn you watch. Oh my well, God. I haven't actually watched porn Coming in a, up in a long time. Episode, <laughs> the porn we watch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think there there are certain enterprises that have like good work ethics when it comes to pornography. So mm. if you're looking, then find the good ones. 
Um, I actually, on that note, um, would like to say that same as with phone use and uh, devices use of like, I don't know, yeah, like smartphones or something. I think you can, you know, educate people to use, like to have media competence, to use it in a, I don't know, in a smart way. So it's not interfering with your life too much, but you can use it for the good stuff. And maybe, you know, porn isn't, you know, there's no label you have to put in porn. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just existing. But, you know, having a, a healthy way in consuming it and how to understand it and see it and to know that porn isn't necessarily reality. I think that's, you know, maybe the educational approach that should also flow into, I don't know, the modern sex education that mm -hmm. people and teenagers have in school. So, you know, you can just yeah, be sure. aware of this. For sure. I just have to say some ask you guys a question we we can cut this out afterwards if mm. we have to but um have you when talking about expectations mm. have you guys heard about the incel movement mm -hmm. no yeah. involuntary celibate yeah yeah um it, well like you just said it's an invol like guys that are involuntary celibate and um ah. and so yeah but they basically have a chip on their shoulder about a lot of things but you've never heard of this no. you should have heard i've never you heard about heard. this what, what incel, exactly is this? incel is like the most popular like insult right now being directed against like angry or or frustrated men on the internet hmm. so it's you it can be used accurately but it can also be used like as a as a taunt what to does people. accurately mean well i mean if there i mean there's a legitimate like incel community where mm. they're proud they wear like a, as a badge of pride i'm you know, I, I I don't get to have have sex, but and uh, and I'm pissed about it, so I'm gonna take out my frustration on women, and, yeah. and, and and troll and stuff. So that was kind of what I wanted to get to the, because yeah. oh, yeah. they hate uh, women, and apparently, like on web pages, you can read about uh, uh, like how bosses that are incels work their asses off to make life miserable for the women oh working for them, and and like people that publish online that they're getting the retribution and they're gonna like uh, yeah. bridge they also yeah. spread memes about stuff like Chad and Stacy and, yeah. and yeah. Uh, do you not know about this and really? Becky and st I don't know yeah. oh my god we're approaching 30 yeah <laughs> oh my god yeah. useless <laughs> let's try this again thank god this isn't live I just wanted to say, because we were just before the song, we were talking about incels, and I was talking about I, what I wanted to say was the expectations of sexuality mm -hmm. and how um, mm. like it can create really difficulties in society, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but yeah, don't presume stuff. Look up the facts. Yeah, exactly. don't don't take anything said in this Always program do your fact for granted. Check. We talk exactly. about everything and nothing. <laughs> we're just pulling it out of our asses. That's what we're going to train with our guest in the studio right Ooh. now. We have a little quiz prepared. Oh, my goodness. A little game because we are addicted to, you know, games. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, you are also addicted to games, as we heard. So mm -hmm. we're going to do a little quiz with you on uh, fake news. Cool. Good transition. Are you ready? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to read titles, article titles to mm. you. And you need to tell me if they're fake news or if they're true. Ooh. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Yes. So suspected drunken driver runs back to burning car to light a cigarette. That's true. That is true. Oh nice. <laughs> I can relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> Trump says he made up trade claim in meeting with Justin Trudeau. Uh, True. True. 
Alabama requires birth certificate to use public bathroom. They hire 10,000 police officers to this. False. That is fake. Trump distributes marshmallows to wildfire victims. Ooh, that's, <laughs> I want to say true, but I think that's false. That's a false one. Oh, <laughs> it would totally be him, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you kind of expect it, right? Uh. So you wouldn't even doubt it when you see it scrolling. <laughs> Uh, a 3D printed implant gives patches a new skull. Uh, false. It is true. It is true. Yeah, wow. they printed a. Uh, yeah, I don't Wait, have the article. Who, did you say patches? Patches is a dog. Okay. Yeah. There so he's go. alive and well thanks to his 3D printed implant. Amazing. Wow. Uh, Adidas endorses Trump. False. That is false. How <laughs> did you know that so fast? Because uh, that does not seem like, I mean, considering, I mean, no, I don't, I just don't see it. Okay. I just, just don't felt see it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So listen to this slogan. When life gives you lemons, try legal aid. It's an organization that's helping children pay their fines for not having a permit in the U.S. while selling lemonade. I want to say that's true. And that is true. Oh my God. Like they're fining kids, kids for selling lemonade. Yeah. Uh, Los, Los Angeles tap water contains 18% of Xanax and 7% oxycodone. I don't know how to pronounce that. Yeah. Produced This uh, article was produced by Environmental Protection, Protection Agency, EPA. Considering uh, some of the people who live there, yes, it's true. It's actually fake. <gasps> oh. But you would expect it, right? I want it to yeah. be true. Yeah. <laughs> um, Biased, I guess. I don't yeah. Know. Um, a mysterious vending machine sold pens, but the pens were actually crack pipes. <laughs> a, a vending mach machine sold, what was it, pens? Pens, but they were actually crack pipes. False. It's actually uh, an article posted in Washington Post and considered to be true. I haven't really checked it. Okay. Yeah. Wow. There must have been a really smart dealer yeah. into that vending machine. Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, follow this sign. Mm -hmm. um, Donald Trump secretly hired illegal immigrants to start building his border wall. False. That is fake. Obviously fake. Mm -hmm. uh, China assigns every citizen a social credit score to identify who is and isn't trustworthy. True. Yeah. It's very true. I saw a documentary on us. That's, on SVT. I mean, that's the last question. But yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Like, I, I just can't even imagine how that would work. But you saw a documentary yeah. on it. Yeah. So the way it works is, have you guys seen Black Mirror? Uh, parts you, of it, Have you yeah. seen that episode where that's literally the plot, where everybody has, like, a score, and in your interactions with people around you, everybody scores you points or, or like, a thumbs up or thumbs down, and it mm. decreases. Okay, anyway. Yeah, I haven't seen it. <laughs> okay, so in China... What they do is to discourage bad behavior, let's say, or antisocial behavior, as they might call it in the UK, or just to, to encourage people to act differently. They have a very elaborate social credit system, which uh, tracks. It's according to your account, as you said, and then it also looks at it, it's tied to your bank account and, and stuff like this. So, for instance, let's say you uh, talk badly about uh, great leader Xi Jinping who's the, the the top dog in China. Let's say you talk badly about him and they find out, 
they will give you a a decrease in your social credit score. This can go be so it can go so low that you, they will not let you f- travel anywhere. I heard they also have cameras around the city, and if you cross the road when it's red, it's something that is registered or or checked. On the side of the news and fake news, we uh, it has been a while, but we have. Uh, Ask our followers on social media, our dear listeners and fan base, to um, actually give us some feedback on uh, Max's development. Uh, if he sounds manlier and uh, just like, yeah, in his recording, if he has somehow grown into a more masculine voice since he started recording with us. And uh, there was an open vote. We had uh, a very, I hope I, I remembered right, but I think a very like shocking participation rate of like four or five people that actually gave us a vote max included <laughs> yep i voted against myself but um... he voted against himself and that probably might have tipped the result to being a no so he does not sound more manly he sounds very female apparently according to the vote right so the agreement was that fatima was gonna what dress me up or something or, or yeah. make up me what were you gonna do I was going to give you a gift if it was true, oh. but it's not. Right. So, mm-hmm. okay. boo-hoo. So, uh, check our social medias and see the result, what we have done to Max just right after we finished that recording here. Help, I'm worried. <laughs> Help, I'm worried. <laughs> what? <laughs> In the eternal words of our dearest departed, Whitney Houston, d- I don't do crack because crack is whack. So don't do crack. Thank you for that tip. Chairman. Uh, chairman, exactly. Also, f- thank you for being on that show, for uh, engaging in an interesting conversation with us about all kinds of addictions from uh, weed to pornography. It has been a smooth ride. I really enjoyed it. I hope you as the listener fan base did enjoy it too. We're tuning off into that weekend. Go have some fun. Don't do drugs. Don't do crack. <laughs> Don't do crack. Any other drug is fine. Any other drugs, fine, whatever. Uh, that was it for today. Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen. Bye-bye. Oh, my God. We're approaching 30. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Useless. <laughs> Let's try this again. Thank God this isn't live. You've just heard a podcast version of a radio show by K103 Gothenburg Student Radio. You'll find all our shows at k103.se. Follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Stay tuned.